1: And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Skolansky.
0: And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And this week we're going
1: to get uh, a little uh, twin action.
0: Ooh, and maybe, just maybe, we'll, uh, we'll do some other things too. Maybe we'll uh, create a tiny, uh, tiny society.
1: Ooh, I like creating tiny societies. I can rule over them with an iron fist.
0: Or crush him to death. You or know. crush
1: him to death, either one. But, unfortunately, like always, whenever we get so scared, we can't do it alone. We need someone nope. to come with us on this journey to hold our hands, because we're <laughs> babies. No, I'm just joking. We're not babies. But we do like having someone come along that kind of knows what they're talking about with horror, and likes the horror genre, and wants to be a part of our fun. So... He was on Trios of Horror number six. So we thought, well, let's just bring him back. He was awesome. He was amazing. So we brought back Nick Morg Morgan and back to the show. Hey, you're, Nick.
2: You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> 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 What's yes. up, guys? How are you?
1: Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's going great. How about yourself?
2: Good, good. No, I'm just uh, relaxing. Finally got a little bit of time off work. And uh, for the past week or so, I've just done things around the house and hung out with my son and watched a lot of Simpsons.
1: Nice. Uh, are you, are you uh, I guess, what I call it, a spring horror watcher? Or do you kind of take a break until the fall?
2: No, I am, a, you know, all the time horror watcher. You know, ever since I was a little kid, that was always been my thing. Horror has always been a big part of my diet throughout the sure. year I'm not well thinking. i've been
1: i've been noticing a lot of horror films coming out this spring like scream six evil the new evil dead movies oh, dude, coming out me and my uh, wife were talking
2: about it today like we looked at a movie theater near our house just to see what was playing you know and like it was evil dead the pope's exorcist yep. uh, renfield like all playing at the same theater <laughs> you know it, it was crazy
1: yeah, Renfield yeah. is great. Me and me and one of my friends went to go see Renfield. That that movie was fantastic. Yeah, I'm me.
0: very excited for Evil Dead Rise. I love the Evil Dead franchise, yeah, me so too. I cannot wait to see that movie.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to wait to see that one with, with my daughter. She's a huge in the horror now, and um, she wants to she she really wants to see it. So I'm I'm really trying to wait to uh, until I can see it with her in the theater.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. That's pretty cool. So, so yeah, this week um we're gonna talk more simpsons horror we're gonna break down uh where each of these uh segments kind of fit in into the horror genre you know what they're based on maybe get a little history lesson from mr nick who knows a little bit more than us (laughs) and uh yeah i think i think we're ready to scare our pants off what do you think
2: i'm ready man
1: awesome so, so this, this week we are starting off season eight guys. We did it. We made it through season seven, season seven's in the rear window. And, uh, horror that's not replays. part
0: of this treehouse of horror, by the way. I think that was part of, <laughs> I think that we already did the rear window. We did one, the rear right?
1: window one yeah. already. Yes.
0: But I do. You like my horror pull? I like that. That's <laughs> yes, good. One. It's, good it's, one.
1: It's just, no pun intended, obviously. But, uh, um, Yeah, season eight, and this is one of many in the future um, seasons that actually kick off with Treehouse of Horror. Most of the time, it's one week or two weeks, then Treehouse. In the past, it's been like three to six episodes before Treehouse kicks off. I
0: believe there are four total seasons that kick off with Treehouse of Horrors.
1: Yeah, and this is this is the first one. Next season nine is not. In this, um, in this
2: season, man, season seven, I mean, there's so many bangers the, in season seven. I said one of the and, oh, and yeah. regardless of whether they had the most memorable episodes, which there are plenty. Man, joke for joke, like this hammered into every episode, nonstop jokes through, throughout these episodes. It's crazy if, if when you compare it to to later seasons, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And season 8 though, I was kind of doing my normal Oh, we're starting season 8. Let's flip through the episodes. See, who can get as on as a guest and good god. Like just the first two episodes alone of season 8 just holy shit, just gone off the rails. So, no, no, no. This season 8 I almost think is like one of the pinnacle seasons. Oh, yeah. Of I the was Simpsons. yeah, I was what-
0: I was looking through the, the book the other day, just seeing what episodes we had coming up. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is a banger. Oh yeah, this one's <laughs> really good too. Oh my god, yeah, this one. Like, just I'm like, wait, this one's in season eight. Oh my god, like, right. it's gonna be great. That's what I'm yep. saying.
2: And, and not only are they memorable episodes, but when you go back and watch them, like, just the amount of jokes, like, crammed yeah. nonstop so fast in the episodes, it's crazy.
1: Yep. Yeah. So. What we are talking about today with Nick and Robert is Treehouse of Horror number seven. Now,
0: it's not Treehouse, it's not Treehouse of Horror yet.
1: It's still good. I, I, you know, I almost expected like when the title card flashed. I'm like, okay, this is it. This is gonna be the first Treehouse of Horror title card. Nope. It's still Halloween special number seven. Yeah. So it's weird. Maybe maybe uh, number eight will give us our trias 4 title card. I don't want to. I yeah. don't want to cheat myself. I'm not going to look ahead. No, no. I'm gonna. No I'm gonna I want to be surprised. I want to be surprised when that happens. But uh, yeah. yeah, another Halloween special. Number seven, uh, and this aired October twenty seventh, nineteen ninety
0: six. Yeah, they so, did a pretty good job. Like I feel like the first like fifteen to twenty seasons to make sure. This aired either at Halloween or mm-hmm. like a couple days before, right? Yep, because
1: everyone's in the mood for Halloween. When you air it in okay. November, you're like, eh, "It's gone. Christmas is starting." Right? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, there's a, there's another holiday in between. Uh,
1: no it doesn't. And no Christmas. one no one cares about that holiday anymore.
2: <laughs> you literally go right.
1: Halloween and Christmas shit is out in Target and yeah. and everywhere. It's yep. like Thanksgiving is the forgotten holiday. Even the Simpsons, even the Simpsons, don't even have a Thanksgiving episode anymore. The,
2: the stores near us, like seriously, like it was two weeks before Halloween, and all the Halloween shit was almost gone already. It was crazy.
0: Jeez.
2: <laughs> oh, it's like they're just immediately moving it out. Like they don't even let it sit on the shelves anymore. <laughs>
0: I know it's crazy.
1: It's like get crazy. your costumes early, and then and then be done. No candy for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so our recap. Bart meets his Siamese twin. Lisa's science project attacks Bart. And aliens invade the 1996 election. Oh. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic. So uh, we get an opening sequence. Very short and sweet. It's kind of nice. Yep. And then we, then we get a couch gag. For for Love for it. this and so the opening sequence is Homer lights a jack lantern it erupts in flame and spreads <laughs> to his hand soon his entire body catches fire and he runs back and forth screaming like a maniac as the title card shows up on the screen. That was yeah. that was great. Like it was and short, and sweet, not nothing extravagant. Two years in a row, was... right?
2: The season uh, uh, six was the same thing. No coat open, no no couch gear. Yep. yeah,
1: yeah and
0: once again, as Steven said, it's the the title card is the Simpsons Halloween special number seven.
1: Yep, uh, in our couch gag, the Grim Reaper is uh, sitting on the couch. <laughs> I think this might be our first appearance of the Grim Reaper on the Simpsons too. I believe it is. I don't think we've seen him before. And he's sitting yeah. on the couch as the family members rush in. Each one keels over dead, because you know you get too close to death and you're out. And yep. the Reaper puts his feet up on Homer's corpse, uh, corpse yeah. and starts relaxing. That's great.
0: Now, now is is the Grim Reaper a lady or a man, or is it just an entity? The only reason I ask this is because Marvel has the Grim Reaper, but it's Lady Death. Lady Death, Death yep. I, so. think, I think
1: overall it's been a guy, but Marvel wanted to be different.
0: Yeah. So, our first episode of Tree Treehouse Horror number seven is The Thing and I. Uh, the The title is a play, as a parody on the play and film The King and I. And I don't think I've ever seen either. And I, Nick, I don't know if you know, if, if, have you ever seen The King and I?
2: I mean, uh, yeah, uh, essentially, I think it's the same thing, A Lost Brother. You know. Okay. Yeah. That's a big okay. comparison.
0: Oh, okay. gotcha. Cool. Okay, cool. So, we start off this episode with Lisa and Bart uh, waking up from a strange sound coming from the attic, you know, <laughs> as one does. You know, it's 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 funny because my my one roommate keeps hearing things in the attic, and I was like, oh, there's nothing up there, there's nothing <laughs> up there. And the other night, I was sitting, I was on my laptop, and I heard like a scratching sound, and I'm pretty sure it was coming from my attic. Did you the forget to was of fish heads? Maybe, but the problem is I can't get into my attic because there is a car sitting underneath my uh, attic door because it's in the garage. So uh, I'm really hoping there's not an animal up there right now because that would be bad.
2: Um,
1: yeah. I
0: don't know, Nick, Did you do you have things rummaging through your
1: attic?
2: Not in this house, but in the previous house, uh, yes. And I remember one time it dropped down or something and woke us up, scared the hell out of us. And we had found out that, yeah, they had chewed through the soffit. <laughs> Uh, of of the house and we were in fact hearing it because it would scare the cats and then go running down the hallway and slide into walls and shit like it because it's happened in the middle of the night and one night yeah it it, it dropped and hit something big because we heard the weight laying on the uh actual insulation part (laughs) so we got to looking around and found out yeah they had chewed through the soffit yeah i
0: have a a buddy of mine who uh he gets birds into his house
2: So man, I don't, I just, we ignored it, it for a long to... time, man. But we were, in fact, we're hearing things in our attic. You might want to get that looked at.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I should probably try to get up there. Um, so Bart suggests the sound came from the cat because um, they had come out of their rooms. And Lisa, like, she's like, no, the cat's sleeping with me. And the cat comes out with like a little nightcap and some booties on. Like, <laughs> she she dolls up Snowball too so nicely. Yeah. And then, you know, you keep hearing the sound coming from the attic. And, uh, so we go to the next, uh, so the next morning comes up and Bart asks Homer and Marge if they heard anything strange coming from the attic because, you know, you're going to ask your parents and, uh, you know, Homer starts yes, laughing. Yes, the like, delivery <laughs> of that <laughs> oh, mind attic. is perfect. Oh, sounds, uh, never going to the attic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so then, you know, Marge asks Homer if it's that time again. And so Homer goes into the fridge Grabs a bucket of fish heads and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll go feed it." And it's <laughs> like the kids are right there; they're already suspicious. Now you're grabbing a bucket of fish heads. What's in the attic, Homer? Yeah, what's in the attic? Well, he's got to be yeah. feeding the raccoons, right? Raccoons live
1: in attics. They, they do, but they, they eat, eat trash. All oh, right. I don't. I don't think they eat. They I don't eat think
0: they eat can fish get heads, but they do off. eat a lot of trash. They have.
2: They have a wolverine, yeah. including Chippy. in the attic. <laughs>
0: we had raccoons attack yeah. some of our
2: chickens back so, when we had chickens. <laughs> oh my god that's crazy is it this, that this little...
1: isn't the part where homer sings fish heads is it it is it is, it is where he when sings he's walking fish to the heads. attic yeah
2: he's swinging the bucket yeah. yep fish, fish, heads, fish heads.
1: heads so just to let you guys know uh fish heads is a 1978 novelty song by barnes and barnes cool I did <laughs> never not heard of them. No, never heard of them, but they <laughs> apparently the, the they just I don't know if they just sing fish heads. I kind of want to go to Spotify and hear this song. You could probably find it, find it on
0: YouTube as well
1: or that. Yeah.
2: No, uh, yeah. yeah. I know I'll be looking up as soon as this is over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: so Homer takes the bucket of fish heads up to the attic. And, like, gives it to whatever's up there. And you can hear, like, munching sounds and, like, something eating them. And Homer's like, oh, God. Oh, ugh. And just making, like, burst out (laughs) noises. And so now we go to that night. I'm assuming it's that night. And Bart is trying to sleep again when you can kind of see a figure in the vent in his room. And it, like, crawls away. And Bart's freaked out because, you know, he probably saw the shadow or whatever. And so now we go uh, uh, to the next morning. They're eating breakfast, and Lisa's like, What's up there? Bart's like, Yeah, is it a monster? And Lisa's like, We have to know. Uh, Come on, what's the secret? And Homer goes, No more questions. I work my butt off to feed you four kids, and all you do is. And Marge (laughs) stares at him to interrupt him. He's like, It's like, what? Three. We have three kids, Homer. That's right, three kids. Oh my God. Well, technically, you know, a lot of people consider they're like pets as kids. So <laughs> technically they could have five kids. Maybe if...
1: they chained Santa's little helper up to the attic and yeah. he's eating fish heads <laughs> now. Hey, we have yet to see Santa's little helper. So maybe that he went, true. maybe he went rabbit and that's, who's tied <laughs> up in the attic.
0: No, this isn't Cujo. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so Homer says, uh, they have three nosy kids And Homer asked the kids if they know what happens to kids who ask too many questions. And so Lisa and Bart get out of their seats and ask Homer repeatedly, What happens, Homer? Huh? What happens? What happens? Huh? What happens? Hey, Nick, you ever ever pull that on your kid?
1: You know what? You know what happens when you ask too
2: many questions? Nope, but I did find that, like, I discovered it with my daughter, and it... It immediately shut down my son too, but once I figured it out, it was perfect. Now, I, I tell any parent this 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 response. Like, if they ask you questions or if they say why or whatever, just say why not. You know, and just always re- turn it back into a question on 10, the most simplest form of generally why not works. You know, whatever response you give them. Yep. You know, but it's very funny when you see them scratching their head. All right. <laughs> a, on a side note, Another thing to mess with children: uh, if they ever try to tell you "not not joke," uh, as soon as they say "not knock, knock just say "come in." <laughs> every, every single time. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've I've heard that. Like, yeah, when a kid asks why, also you should be like, you should go to them and be like, "Well, why do you think such and such?" And usually it makes them think and kind of take it out of that loop of them asking why. Yep. Yeah. So it kind of works I've, I've tried it with 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 my nephew with with, with steve's kid um it kind of works yeah <laughs> but it
2: just it's it, it, it makes the uh you know because sometimes when it gets to you know what i'm yeah. saying like yeah. not not just to simply stop a, a actual genuine inquiry but like you know why is the sky blue why is the clouds white why is the <laughs> yeah i'm talking about little kids. i don't know <laughs> I told you, te- your Mom.
0: <laughs> I told you last night, no. <laughs> uh so now we see Lisa, Bart and Maggie making a little human ladder with Maggie on top and she's able, able able to grab the the string to pull down the attic door and they they go into the attic and then you see all of it you see Maggie pop up through the door holding a <laughs> lantern. And then you see Bart come up with her and he's holding Maggie while she's holding the lantern. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Um, and so uh, Bart says, uh, so they look around with the lantern and Bart's like, man, there's a lot of old junk in the attic. And so the things that are in the attic, you have the Mary Worth telephone that Bart traded his bad, itchy and scratchy cell for, yep. which was in lady Bouvier's lover. And I didn't do it. T-shirt and <laughs> Bart gets famous. One of Marge's Ringo Star paintings, Brush of Greatness, several boxes of Lisa Lionheart dolls, which was Lisa <laughs> versus was Malibu Stacy. That was pretty good. Um, a box of the B-Sharps merchandise. That's also great. That's from Homer Shop's, uh, Homer's Barbershop Quartet. But remember, they didn't they pull that out during the Bush episode because they were
1: trying to sell it all at, the, at yeah. the homage sale?
0: Yeah, and then they put it all back. They put it they all sell. back in the attic because
1: they couldn't sell it.
0: Uh, the Spine Melter 2000, which is from Brother, can you spare two dimes? Oh, that's awesome! And, f- and uh, Bart's electric guitar from the Auto Show.
2: Boy, there, wait, wait. There was also uh, his Homer's book. Yeah. Oh what was this? But what was the title of the book? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's like boxes of them. All.
0: Yeah, St- 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 Steve will let us know. Yes.
1: So the one item that they actually find and pick up are the unsold copies. Of Homer's autobiography titled "Homer, I Hardly Knew Me," <laughs> by Homer Simpson. By Homer Simpson. He uh, must <laughs> he must have, have self published. I don't know yes. if anyone would publish that book.
0: <laughs> well, what is he even? Ra- well, I guess you know he did live a very uh, interesting life. So but, he always part of the B sharps. Yep. He created a car that <laughs> failed. He was <laughs> right. he, he was dancing Homer. I mean, that that,
2: shit. And this is only season eight.
1: Yeah. I mean, he has a lot more life to live. (laughs) He wrote the book way too soon. Well, he could have done it as a anthology. Yeah. Like he could have every two to three years, he could write a new one. Or just wrote a book of memoirs. (laughs) He could have wrote a book of memoirs. And Uh, then have Bart
0: (laughs) toss it into a lawnmower. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, so now I, I love this outer shot and maybe, maybe Nick, you could let me know if this is what I was thinking, but you see a giant like outer shot of the attic and it's huge. It's like a full size house. And it almost made me think of like Amityville horror, like the way that it was designed and, and shot. You mean the, in
2: the interior of the, the attic, the
1: interior of the attic, the way the windows were and like, I don't know, maybe. It was definitely a I different shot I mean, because obviously it, the it, Simpsons attic they, yeah, is not that gave, big. They definitely
2: gave you up that spooky, you know, just that traditional spooky vibe. Um, I'm trying to think of a creepy attic scene in the movie. Um, which one it was? It's crazy when you try to think, think of so many attic scenes. Which one was the, the defining one? You know, it's those high ceilings, which if you talk about the architecture of the attic, it goes back to that Simpsons episode. It's like, it's just never any rhyme or reason yep. to the floor plan of the attic in relation to the house or even previous episodes of, of, of the attic, you know, yeah, it was yeah.
1: huge. It was a giant, like, it was like almost a well, third big it floor of the they,
2: house. They can fully stand up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like an, an, an entire additional story to the house. When, if you look on it, like when you're standing at the window of their bedroom window, the peak of the roof is right, right there. You know, Yeah,
1: it's a Mary Poppins uh, attic. It's actually right? bigger on the inside. <laughs> Um, and so we see Lisa sees something in the shadows and tells Bart to look, but the thing gets away as Bart shines the lantern and all you see are just empty chains on the wall, so he's loose. Uh, uh-huh. And then we see a figure coming at uh, after Bart, Lisa, and Maggie, and they run away.
0: Yeah, and, yes, you would.
1: Yep. I mean, I'd be scared. And yeah. Bart, Lisa, and Maggie go into hiding. And I love the <laughs> shot of the, of the vases, the three vases of various sizes in the hallway. And we think, oh, they're hiding in the vases. Uh, nope, they couldn't breathe anymore, so they came out of the closet.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's really great. Good. I don't, I don't know if they really do that in horror movies. I know cartoons they do it a lot, but
1: yeah, I don't think they do that. I'm hiding one. Think I'm hiding one place, but I'm really hiding in another place. No, because most most people that are running away from creatures in horror movies are stupider than they look yeah, yeah. <laughs> why do we run into the the shed full of chainsaws when a chainsaw wielding maniac is coming after us?
2: <laughs> meat puppets yeah. It would be a horror movie if you didn't load it full of meat puppets yeah <laughs> uh so
1: uh Homer and Marge come home from uh washing their car <laughs> in the rain raise your hand if you've done that
0: i've done it <laughs> I've done it i driven I've driven in my car- I've driven my car in the rain to wash off the salts. Because, I mean, you know, growing up in the north of the United States and you get salt everywhere for snow and, and you know, icy weather and it gets on your car and you got to wash it off. And you don't want to pay 12 bucks to take it to a car wash. That's right. Just
1: put some soap on the outside of the car. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yeah. Um, I could see how che- Homer, Homer being a cheap bastard and doing that. And the yeah. kids tell them they saw something in the attic. And then, hope Marge is like you went into the attic. I'm very disappointed and terrified. <laughs> you ever you ever say that to your kids? Like, oh,
2: you shouldn't have been in there. <laughs> you went into that right. room. <laughs> no, I, I. Again, that's one of those things you learn very quickly. Like you know, children can judge your reactions, and that when children are really messing with stuff like they shouldn't. You don't make a big, deal about it at all. You don't even acknowledge it. You just kind of just go over and distract them and make it go away. And you never even like talk about it again. Never even like phase it. You know that way they don't they don't know that it's a big deal or because otherwise they're like, why should not I go in? Yeah, there? exactly. Like
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I my kid's birthday is on Saturday, and we've been hiding a lot of his birthday presents in the podcast room because he doesn't go in here. Like, there's really no reason for him to go in here, and. Yeah, it's like every one time he comes down the hallway, I'm like, don't go in that room. And then one day he's like, oh, I want to play hide and seek. I'm like, (sighs) oh, shit. So I come down and I physically I lock the door from the inside, shut the door because I can unlock it from the outside. And that way he couldn't get in the room. And it's funny. He actually went to the door, jiggled the handles like, why
2: can't I get in here? I usually could get in this room. Like no, nope. you, you know what you do? You you always leave something they can find. You get like a happy birthday bag, but then you put like socks in it. You get like uh, another little little bag. Oh, a you know, decoy bag. Like a, a different yeah. tooth. To, you no know, like but, but get get some like, little cheap toy from Dollar Tree and put it in it with like a toothbrush. Like, so he doesn't totally think it's like oh you're just not fooling me with your little sock thing. You know, but make but make it somewhere so he thinks he found found somebody. You know. Then you can really surprise it. Yeah, our
0: our mom was horrible at hiding hiding presents from us because uh, she drove a hatchback when uh, when we were younger, and like she'd buy us our holiday presents and put them in the in the trunk of the hatchback, and while well, there's a window, and she just cover it with blankets, and it's like well, we know the presents are in there. I never personally went in there. But she also used to hide it in a closet outside their bedroom. And that was just the worst hiding spot. I don't know why you hide it there. Like, I had full access to
2: it. Yep. Uh, Though when I was a teenager, the things I didn't want my parents to find, I hid in my parents' room. (laughs) Yeah, Interesting. That's a good strategy. We had this drop ceiling panels, you know? Uh, Oh. I had had this leather satchel. And so I, I would just keep it all in this leather satchel. And I would hide it in the rest. Go ahead. Turn my room apart. Do whatever you want. I don't have anything in your house. You know, <laughs> nice.
1: And so all the Simpsons all go to the attic and Homer tells Marge that it has escaped and whatever <laughs> it is runs out of the attic and out of the house. And it leaves claw marks on the front door. Yeah, that's spooky.
0: Great. Yeah.
1: Very spooky. And so Marge calls the doctor and tells uh, the doctor that Hugo has escaped. And then uh, says, see you soon. <laughs> like She's all <laughs> scared. She's like, oh, see you soon. Implying that she uh, obviously left a voicemail and didn't actually talk to him. And so yes. we see Bart and Lisa confront uh, Marge. And uh, Mar- about, you know, about Hugo is like, who or what is this Hugo? And it's like, Bart's like, I'm afraid we haven't been entirely honest with you, Bart. You see, you have a brother. And Lisa's like, so I have two brothers? And Horace's like, <laughs> Lisa, please. And he pushes her out of the way. <laughs> yes, Bart, you have t- a twin brother. Hey, but he
2: also, he never even looked at Lisa. He's <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. like, ah. get out of the way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then uh, Homer tells Bart uh, when he was born, there was an irregularity. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if... I don't think I'd ever lie or be a dick to my kid. Be like, yeah, your twin brother. Yeah. He was attached to you till you were about three and we had to cut him off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or well, I can't remember if it was a horror movie or something. What was it? Where like, they had a conjoined twin, but it was like growing on their back. I can't. Oh, I'm trying to think. I feel like I just saw it on TV. Not too long ago. Maybe mm. it was a TV show. I can't remember. I mean maybe it'll, maybe it'll come to me.
0: Isn't there a family guy episode where he has like a a growth that's actually human on his shoulder?
2: <clears throat> I mean it's the man with two heads and um uh I mean it's like basket case, but that's not connected to him. No. Um,
1: yeah. I'm trying to think. I can't remember now.
0: Good job, Steve.
1: I know. <laughs> I was thinking about it, now I now I lost it. Um anyway, so Dr. Hipper shows up out of nowhere, just flat out of nowhere (laughs) to say a monstrous irregularity and Marge freaks out and she's like like, she screams Hibbert screams she's like ah it's like yes I remember Bart's birth well you don't forget a thing like Siamese twins and Lisa's like I believe they prefer to be called conjoined (laughs) twins and Hibbert's like and Hillbillies prefer to be called Sons of the Soil but it ain't going to happen. <laughs> do you guys use that terminology down in Georgia? Hell no.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, maybe our, our grandparents did. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I definitely uh, read it into, you know, some Mark Twain, you know, but uh, it's not a not normal nomenclature from my, my part of town. No, okay. I do <laughs>
0: like the fact that, like, yeah, at least it's like, yeah, I think they prefer to be called conjoined twins because like especially nowadays you know like with so much old rhetoric from like even the 90s they're like oh I believe they like to be called this or I believe this group likes to be called that and it's just like I mean yeah this was 96 but I don't think you really started hearing the phrase oh yeah this group likes to be called this until like the mid 2000s or at least for me unless it's always been a kind of thing I don't I don't know. But Lisa's no, always a sm- but Lisa likes being a smart ass though. That is true.
1: And I that wonder okay, so Si okay, so would a Siamese twin be like an identical twin that's con- so, that's if- conjoined versus remember- being a conjoined twin? Because twins can be male and female, like they don't actually Correct. have to be, you know, identical. Well, if I if
0: if I remember my biology class and Sex education, because I think I learned this in sex education a little bit too, is that um, uh, fraternal twins come from the same egg. I think I don't quite I don't quite remember the science behind it, but there is like a sperm will uh, you know go into go into an egg, and then the egg the two the egg will split and become <laughs> twins. But but the problem is the egg didn't split all the way, so that's why you get the conjoined twins. I'm not a doctor. How do we? I don't study science. So- but that, that's right, know. folks.
1: The Simpsons did podcast is now a medical uh, medical podcast.
0: But uh, so uh, any of our listeners, if you if you know the technical stuff behind how twins happen the Simpsons because there's podcast also...
1: became a sex podcast. So gradually, I hardly even noticed, <laughs> no, but, but there's also, but there's a also where like so two sperm, like fertilized two eggs, to a and child. You get
0: two, two different twins. I think yeah. that's the thing. So, I mean, look, we're trying to be educational too. Yeah, sure. Good
2: educational sex podcast.
0: <laughs> All right. So we get
1: a flashback, uh, of Marge giving birth to the Siamese twins. And uh, I like how one of the qu- twins, like, oh, the, one of the, other, the evil twin starts biting. Uh, well,
0: you missed a quote. I know. I get to it.
1: Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, Hibbert's like, normally the birth of Siamese twins is a joyous occasion. But unfortunately, one of them was pure <laughs> evil. <laughs> and uh, the one twin tries to bite uh, Bart, and, which is assuming to be Bart. And yes. I like how they called him Hugo, but I would have called him Bitey. I call the big one bitey. (laughs) But, uh, so Hibbert does some lab work to find, uh, one of the twins to be pure evil. And he knew they had to be, uh, they had to separate the twins. Now I know there's a few, like, um, Siamese twin, like horror things out. I know they did it with, uh, um, what was the American horror story? The carnival Uh season. Uh, I don't know if one of those was considered evil or not. I think they were just uh, Siamese twins.
0: I never watched American Horror Story, so that's on Nick if he if he's ever watched it.
2: American Horror Stories, yeah, I watched the first couple of seasons. I watched all the way up until the season Stevens talking about with oh. the, uh, <laughs> the carnival. The carnival one is where I tapped out
0: uh yeah i I mean I I've definitely heard stories where like conjoined twins will get separated wasn't there a movie with wasn't it Matt Damon it was a comedy where like he was attached to somebody else I don't
2: know what, like the, 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 one of them was i don't chef. know about a chef <laughs> yeah one of them
0: was a chef the other like they were conjoined twins
2: Matt Damon
0: I think it was Matt Damon maybe it was Mark Wahlberg? I do Those are two completely different people. I know, but I don't
1: know. I'll look
0: look it up later.
1: Or Matt Damon was a conjoined twin with Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) It was like the sequel to the movie Twins with Danny
0: DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) They're not twins. No, like, uh, uh, or maybe Ben Affleck was in it. I don't remember. I know the movie. I know what movie I'm talking about. I just don't know anybody who's in it because I've seen it once. Okay. Um, So then we see Hebert use uh, one of those guillotine paper cutters, which I love those things, um, to cut something. Now... They make it seem because he's like, oh, we need to you know separate these twins, so it makes it seem like he uses paper cutter thing to cut the twins apart. But no, he was using it to cut the the birth certificates apart so they could have the two separate birth certificates, which. <laughs> And that's the se- and now that's the second time this episode where they've done like a misleading shot with, you know, the kids hiding in the closet and not the vases. Yep. And now Hibbert using the paper cutter to cut the birth certificate and not the twins. Like, granted, you probably shouldn't use that. You probably should use a scalpel, but No, you know. no,
1: no, no, no. It's they're, they're pretty sharp. I have one
0: at work.
2: <laughs> oh I think God. I can no. cut
0: people apart with them. Yeah. And so Hibbert hands a baby to oh, Merge. No, you have a if what, you have a good
2: paper cutter, they're sharp as fuck. What, was that it? If you have a good paper cutter, they're sharp as you know. They can cut through several sheets. In our department, we we keep ours fairly sh- sharp, you know, because you, you, uh, it alleviates the amount of work you got to do. The, the more you can cut, like, if you have one of those, as soon as it gets shitty, just either buy a new one or get yep. money on a, on, a, on a good one. Because I'm telling you Uh, you guys use a paper cutter a lot graphics and stuff having a sharp blade and a dull blade can make the difference in your life Uh, so
0: Hibbert hands uh, one of the babies to Marge and Hibbert was like he goes but what to do with poor Hugo too crazy for boys town too much of a boy for crazy town the child was an outcast so we did the only humane thing And Homer uh, chimes in, we chained Hugo up in the attic like an animal and fed him a bucket of fish heads once a week. And Marge (laughs) is like, it saved our marriage. (laughs) I I mean, you know. I mean, they could have put him up for
1: adoption, but I don't know.
0: (laughs) So uh, Bart uh, asks if they expect him to believe the story and says he would have a hideous scar and he pulls up his shirt to reveal a hideous scar, which I like to point out, Is on the right side of his body. Yep. Um, So, Hibbert says they need to find Hugo. And Homer's like, we'll search out every place a sick, twisted, solitary misfit might run to. And says, I'll start with Radio Shack. Oh, my God. That is (laughs) such a great joke. I actually used to work
1: for Radio Shack. And... I swear to God, like, I don't know if this was all over the United States or not, but the Radio Shack I worked at, or the few that I knew about, were they are all about um, raise, uh, remote control cars, like building and putting together remote control cars. That's what Radio Shack was, like, a, really a lot about, and okay. building computers.
0: Interesting.
2: Yeah, ours had the same thing, remote control cars. <laughs> every computer part, and every yep. electronic individual electronic part you could think of on this one wall. Very Yeah, like there, it felt it felt like, like, like a, a store hardware sure. store
1: but for electronics. <laughs>
2: like right. Which sucks cuz you know those those stores don't even exist anymore. You can't find those little components nope. anymore, anymore. No,
1: Radio Shack was about it.
0: Well, I mean, I the best
2: place Rise was around I was gonna say minute, the best
0: place to get computer parts is Egg.
2: Yeah. They, they We had a, a big store around here. You know, it was like a big box store that sold everything. They also had components. It was called Fry's, I think it was. But, like, it went out of business yeah. as yep. well. Now yeah. everything's on
0: Amazon. Yep. And so Homer's like, right, Bart, you stay home and tape the hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. Because I'm a hockey fan, and it's great. So Bart locks up the entire house, but then he's like, he can kind of, like, feel the presence of Hugo. And he's like, you're there, aren't you? And... Hugo goes, yes, I am, Bart. And so Bart asks Hugo what he wants. And Hugo says, Bart, uh, we'll see after the surgery. And so we see Hugo is tied Bart up on a table. Bart's <laughs> like, you're crazy. He goes like, am I? Well, perhaps we're all a little crazy. I know I am. I went mad after they tore us apart. But I'll be sane once I sew us back together. Yep. I, yeah, that's a little nuts. It's a little nuts. No, no, no. That's what fixes Wait. them.
2: You know. You know, they, they did, they, they they made a conscious choice to buy them the same clothes yeah. as well, yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, maybe they were just hand-me-downs. I don't know. But even if they were, they had to buy two, you know, when, when, they, when, they, when, they, when they bought it, the
0: yep. Yeah. yeah. Or, Bart, or I...
1: Bart had a closet full of those, and then as he wore them out, <laughs> yeah. they were given to Hugo.
0: Yeah, they're like, oh, we're going to throw these away. And then instead of throwing them away, they gave them to Hugo. Yep. So uh, Bart tells Hugo that he will kill both of them, and Hugo's like, "No, I won't. I've been practicing." And he reveals to Bart that he sewed a pigeon and a rat together.
1: A <laughs> pigeon rat. It, it
0: lives. Uh, the pigeon flies, you know, flies away, but uh, it can't get up.
2: A... That'd be a great tattoo. Be... <laughs> that would be a pretty cool tattoo. Uh,
0: yeah. So the pigeon flies away, but it can't fly through the window because of the rat. So it falls to the ground. So the rat tries to go into a into a, like a you know hole in the house. But the rat can't go into the hole because of the pigeon sewed on its back.
1: Yep, it's great.
0: It's great. Love it. Uh, so Hugo is about to start sewing him and Bart together when Hibbert comes back. And he's able to stop Hugo. And uh, Hibbert is able to lo- uh, uh, lull Hugo into a false sense of security. And, and Hibbert's like, Hugo, you've been locked up here for so long. You've probably never even seen your own face in a mirror. <laughs> and so uh, Hibbert picks up a, a picture frame... And, uh, uh, so Hugo puts the needle down and goes to look in the mirror that Hibbert is holding and it's, you know, it's an empty picture frame. And so Hugo looks and Hibbert punches out Hugo. (laughs) Uh, That's one way to do it. I mean, you could just give him a sedative, but I guess punching, (laughs) punching a child in the face is okay. Yep. And so, uh. So Homer, Marge, and Lisa come back, and Homer is is yelling about, "Oh, I, I think we saw Hugo at the airport boarding a plane to Switzerland." <laughs> and then Homer's like, yeah. "Oh, n- never mind," because Hibbert is checking on Hugo. And so Marge is uh, uh, able to untie Bart, and Hibbert puts a pillow underneath Hugo's head. He's a doctor; he knows what he's doing. And Hibbert's like, "Does you he? Know. He just punched a kid." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. It's fair. <laughs> So Hibbert's like, It's like a know, Dr.
2: Nick thing to do. <laughs> well, we never said Dr. Hibbert's like a real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> a real doctor. <laughs> hey, what? Well, hey, the doc, Dr. Hibbert had to know that Hugo has been in the attic this entire time and didn't say I anything. I know, that he's gonna hey, keep
0: in secrets too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Hibbert uh, is like, you know, isn't it interesting how the left or sinister twin is invariably the evil one? I had this theory that wait a minute. Hugo Scar is on the wrong side. He couldn't have been the evil left twin. That means the evil twin is, and Alice has been, Burt. And everyone <laughs> turns to look at Burt. And Burt's like, oh, don't be so shocked. Which is true. He's, you know, in the first seven seasons, he's been rambunctious and he's done a lot of pranks and generally mischief. I don't know if I consider him evil, But, you know, he's always been kind of that bad kid.
1: Yeah. I can't wait to tell my kid about his evil twin.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Um, So, Hibbert takes the blame for the mix-up and says, I'll set everything right. So, the family is gathered for dinner with Dr. Hibbert, and they've made, like, basically a nice Thanksgiving spread. Yep. And uh, Hugo is sitting in Bart's place, and Hibbert's like, care for a drumstick, Hugo? And Hugo grabs the drumstick and devours it. And he starts to chew his napkin because he's been in the <laughs> attic. He has no manners. He doesn't know what he's doing. And Lisa's like, Mom, Hugo's eating his napkin. And everyone laughs because <laughs> it's funny. And then Bart looks out of the grate of the air vent because they've decided to stick him in the attic. Bart goes, Hey, can I have some turkey? And Marge's like, Oh, you finish finished your fish heads. Then we'll talk, and then Marge closes the vent, and that is that episode. Yep.
1: For those of you that don't know, back in the, I'd say the medieval days, maybe even before that, I'm not sure when it all started, but being left-handed, being on the left side, being on the left of anything meant you were evil.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, our mom is
1: left-handed. Exactly, and she's evil.
2: What about your son? My point. And I grew up in my in my house. Everyone in my the house that I grew up in, my you know, they were all left handed, but I was the only right handed. Oh, that really is weird. weird. So yeah, so in the mouse, like you know, when we first got a <laughs> keyboard, to use it like that because the mouse is on the, the the left side of the com- comput- comput- <laughs> computer. The and house. were they all evil? Yes, right. Debatable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Manali is a in one's perception. You know, I'm no comment. <laughs> uh, just in
1: case one of them is listening yes yes they know what i think yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh so that was a fantastic fantastic first story story to this trias of horror but our next w- one gets even weirder i don't know if i would actually call this next one a horror story as opposed to it's more not. science Science fiction y Yeah. Um we get Alright. Yep. So the Genesis tub. So we see Lisa. Um just lost a baby tooth. Fell out of her fell out of right fell right out of her mouth as baby teeth does. She's like, yep. This tooth would be perfect for my science project. And she walks over to her project. Will Cola dissolve a tooth?
0: Well, if it's Coke, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, Lisa's like Science has always proven the dangers of smoking, alcohol, and Chinese food.
0: But I still could ruin soft drinks for everyone.
2: <laughs> I love that line.
0: Yeah, although here's the thing. When she says Chinese food, is she talking about MSG?
2: I think, because if I she's think talking so. about I mean, it was definitely of the time, you know.
0: Yeah, because I was going to say MSG has, is basically just sodium. Right. Salt.
2: Yeah. I mean, I remember back when that, when that was the first the thing, you know, they would put it outside Chinese restaurant made with no MSG, you know, like, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Our mom always ordered any Chinese, like anytime we went to a Chinese restaurant, like a sit down, lunch like, I don't want any MSG. But the thing is, MSG is in like everything. Well, it's, yeah. Like, natural occur. It, it can naturally occur in some foods. Like it, it's just high. It's more high powered sodium. Like there's no, I mean obviously if you eat too much of it, it's not good for your
2: health, but well, true of anything.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: Exactly. Now I don't I don't know, is that I was this a science experiment in schools? Like I don't think I don't think I've well, ever heard of the whole losing a baby tooth, putting it in cola as a science experiment.
2: I no. I, I mean I, I would assume that, that it has to be a reference to something just because they used it like that, you know what I mean? It seems yeah. like a logical experiment, you know. Um,
1: yeah, I would think. I bet. I bet one of like the Simpsons writers or something like that was like, "Oh, I did this as a kid," and yeah. uh, you know what I mean. Like, oh, oh yeah. So, um,
2: did you? Hey, did you guys do a science fair project?
1: I. You know, funny um, enough, I don't think I ever did a science fair project.
0: No, you had it, Wolf.
2: Oh, oh wait, no,
1: no, no. I, Middle school. I think I did one on like clouds or wind or something.
2: Yeah, because yeah, I
0: did a middle school, I think it was middle school, I ha, we did like a science fair
2: project, I don't remember what mine was, but... Mine I remember very specifically, I, we went to like, a, <laughs> I went to county, and then we went to the state, and I thought I was all hot shit, Then I got to state and realized, <laughs> oh no, I, I, I told my parents, I'm going to lose, like as soon as we walked in there and saw how much time people had actually put, put into theirs, their, <laughs> but it was like, how, how wheels help lift things. Okay.
0: I mean, it, it could have been worse. It could have been Fry's uh, uh, hamster getting a cold and sending it into a space experiment. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> they've actually done a few science uh, science fair projects on this uh, show so far. But one yeah. thing one thing I do want to point out that I didn't because I, I just found this. So when South Park referenced The Simpsons, already did it. They pointed out that The Simpsons had gotten the idea for this episode yeah. in the 1962 Twilight Zone episode called The Little People. Yeah. The sequence where the spaceships attack Bart in the G- uh, Genesis tub marks one of the first uses also of computers in Simpsons animation.
0: Right. So, uh, in The Simpsons book, um, the story was inspired, as Steve said, by a Twilight episode in which spacemen land on an asteroid to repair their ship, and one of the men stumbles upon a tiny civilization making him drunk with power.
2: Oh, yeah. It's, yep. it's a great episode, like most Twilight Zone episodes.
0: <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah. And so, Bart, uh, Bart comes into the room and, uh, you know, wants to show off his science experiment. Static electricity!
0: <laughs> That's great.
1: Oh, I just love shocking people, just rubbing my foot on the feet on the ground, and and shocking people. It's always fun. Yeah. But Bart shocks Lisa. And Lisa asks, what's what's that supposed to prove? And Bart
0: says, that nerds conduct electricity. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much... I yeah. mean... Everything pretty conducts much. electricity. Well, not everything, because rubber does not conduct electricity. Oh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Because, like, that, they, like when your car gets struck by lightning and you're in it, they tell you don't touch anything and don't get out of the car. Yes. Because the wheels will hold the electricity.
1: Yeah. No, no, I know I get shocked a lot in the fall, a lot in the spring. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just touch our metal staircase or anything metal. And, or, uh, my, because the air is so dry. I know. I hate getting shocked, it hurts. <laughs> um, and so, uh, Lisa goes over to her tooth to, you know, continually look at her science, uh, experiment. And she, uh, touches her tooth but zaps it. With some of the leftover static electricity and uh, we see the tooth uh, static electricity and Cola kind of react together mm-hmm. and uh, Lisa wakes up the next morning to find mold uh, on and around her tooth which she calls science fair pay dirt no right yeah. <laughs> I mean I mean when you're doing a science fair experiment and you get an actual result yeah I mean you're like dude, I'm getting an A plus on this.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: I always remember doing like in science class, we do experiments and nothing happens. Obviously it's all trial and error and you're doing your hypothesis and all that stuff. But man, when you hit pay dirt, you're like, <laughs> I'm getting an A on this, you yeah. know, or a first place, I guess for a science fair. Um, and so Lisa looks at her tooth in the microscope and she's like, tiny little people my God, I've created life. And from downstairs we hear, Lisa breakfast, we're having waffles. He's <laughs> like, Ooh, waffles. But I like, how, I like how she looks in her microscope. She's like, that doesn't look like much. Oh, wait. She turns on the, the little, um, oh, yeah, no. dial to make it, you know, 100 X. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when yeah. you look at it at one X, it just looks like it, how it would <laughs> normally. Yeah. Well, uh, and then Lisa gets to her seat at at breakfast and is disappointed to learn her waffles are just square pancakes. Now, I in my Simpsons cookbook, uh, square waffles or sorry, square, yeah, pancakes, square, square pancakes is one of the recipes in it.
0: Let me guess, you make pancakes but make them square.
1: Yes, that's right. You cut them into squares. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, no. You get a mold like a square mold, and you just pour it in that. No, no, that no. The instruction, no. The instructions literally say to make normal pancakes,
1: but cut off the, the edges. That's dumb. That's a waste of food. But we they have square
2: to... pans too. You, they have square pans. You can pour. Uh, yeah. In, yep. In, 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 into. I actually, yeah, exactly. I actually have a Good square, Quebec.
1: square iron skillet, but it's more meant for grilled cheese.
0: <laughs> uh, you
2: know. I love the line. Don't they say like? Oh, it's in the shop. And like yeah. he grumbles, like, it's oh, always yeah. in the freaking shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: It's, the waffle iron's been in the shop forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know why Homer just didn't fix the waffle iron and he did a
0: great job fixing the toaster. Yeah. <laughs> the time machine?
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: What would he make if he fixed the, wa- the waffle iron?
1: <laughs> uh, Can't make another
0: time machine. They've already done that. Uh, death Death Ray?
1: I don't know. Cloning device. Uh, cloning, cloning device. device. Okay. There we go. <clears throat> so, yeah, Lisa goes to her room mumbling about the Waffiron being the shop forever. And <laughs> then Lisa's like, ah, I'm going to take a look at my tiny society and see what's going on. And uh, Lisa, um, staring at her tiny society, is like, wait, one of them is nailing something to the door of the cathedral. Oh, I've created Lutherans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's great it's fantastic
1: and so we see uh you know lisa is disappointed to learn oh wait sorry um then we see uh um she's like overnight the little people have created uh electricity So yeah they're they're evolving pretty damn quickly and lisa wakes up to see her society has evolved even more and uh she says it's uh looking it's like looking into the future. And I love how yeah. you see the, like travel tubes like in Futurama. <laughs> like uh, yeah. I'm like, that's gotta be where Futurama got the idea for the travel tubes was Lisa's Probably. little little micro society.
0: Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Unfortunately, um it's not like looking into the future if it's the real world because we have too many idiots running hey, around. Hey,
2: well, later on, there, she does see a dystopian hellhole where everything's on fire. Yeah, uh, that is true. Hey, yep. Speaking of which, Hulu, like, Futurama's coming back, right? It yeah. is. Right? That's uh, crazy. supposed this to be... This like, s- the fourth time that show's been resurrected <laughs> from the dead. <laughs> yep.
1: Because <laughs> people keep asking for it. I mean, what, yeah. it started
2: out on Fox, then it went yep. to uh, Comedy Central... Yep, and then it went to Hulu and got canceled, or to Hulu.
1: Yeah, comedy. S- well, it went to Comedy Central, and now it's going to be on Hulu. It's so. going to say now yeah. it's on Hulu. Yeah.
2: Correct.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'm excited.
2: Oh, and, yep. and in, in between that DVD only release movies, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, those
0: those became, I believe, if I remember correctly, the Comedy Central five. first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: And so. Uh, Bart comes in and notices Lisa created a tiny city and he crushes the school and he c- crushes uh, other things, claiming that his fingers slipped. It's like, oops, oops, my, my, finger finger slipped. Slipped. oops <laughs> my fingers slipped. Oops, Nate, my fingers slipped. Oops. See, Bart is the evil twin. He is. They carried it over from that last short story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lisa gets,
0: kicks Bart out of her room. Yeah. Uh, so Lisa looks at her little society. And she's sad, because Bart crushed it. She's like, oh, that Bart is so rude. So then it's nighttime, and then you see tiny ships come out of the tub and fly. And, like, I love, like, the perspective that you see, because it's, like, the ships flying. And, like, they fly above, like, Bart's covers, and, like, the terrain is all, like, hilly because it's a human. And, like, that was that was pretty cool.
2: Uh, I think that's editing. what he was talking about with the computers. They did a 3D model That's like you know, where the the background is 3D modeled and the animators drew over it, you know, kind of thing to make that effect. Yep. So yeah, first
1: time. First time the Simpsons used any form of computer animation.
2: Wait, no, Uh they did that in the season six when Homer goes to the real world when he. Oh, right, right, okay, all
1: right, all right, all right. I stand corrected. (laughs) Second time. (laughs) Okay, maybe. Or like second
0: hundred millionth time. Maybe. Um, So. So, the, the ships attack Bart, and so the ships fly back uh, to Lisa's room and into the tub, and Bart runs after them, and he tries to, like, crush the society with his foot, probably, because it's on the ground, but Lisa's able to get up and stop Bart um, from, you know, doing any more damage. Which, by the way, and... those
2: ships go directly to his room, like, like they, they know exactly yeah. where <laughs> he is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: Yes, yes. They, they, uh, they they tagged Bart with a transmitting device when he <laughs> they stuck his out finger some in the yeah, satellites.
0: Yeah, satellites. <laughs> uh, Bart's like, "Your micro-jerks attacked me." Lisa's like, "Well, you practically destroyed their whole world." Bart's like, "You can't protect them every second. Sooner or later, you'll let your guard down and then flash. It's toilet time toilet time for Tiny Town. <laughs> Say that five times fast. Jesus. And so Lisa sits next to her her little society and is shrunk down and transported into uh the tiny world she created, and we get a Professor Frank like character, basically like a tiny Professor Frank and green. Yep. Um and he's like, The debigul and he declares that the debigulator worked.
1: <laughs> Not the shrink ray, the debigulator. Yeah, the de-big-ulator.
0: <laughs> and uh the uh the leader comes out and you know welcomes lisa and he's like welcome to our world most gracious lisa lisa's like your world is incredible and you speak english leader and uh, the leader's like we have listened to you speak since the dawn of time oh creator and we have learned to uh mo you exactly exactly
2: <laughs>
0: exactly yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. It is exactly <laughs> yeah,
2: because I only know because that's something I throw in my you know, kind of like daily lexicon here and there just to see if somebody can't get <laughs> to it. I'll say Exactly. Oh my
0: god, that's great. Yeah, that's uh the weird thing is hasn't she only had this tiny society for like a day?
1: Yeah, she's not really talking at it much. Hey, she's but if, uh, in if
2: you look at the room. space of time, a day in our in in our, our life is you know three thousand years in the, in the, in theirs.
0: That is true. Um, so uh, the tiny people see Lisa as their god. I mean, rightfully so. She did create them. And the leader says only her div- her divine intervention can stop the devil. And Lisa's like, "Who's the devil?" And the leader says, "It's Bart." And the tiny people like cover their ears. And they're like, "Oh God!" He said. It's kind of like in Harry Potter when people don't say the, the name Voldemort, and Harry Potter's <laughs> like, "Oh, you mean Voldemort?" And everybody's like, ah, "I can't say that name." <laughs> And so Lisa says uh, they don't understand, and tells the people Bart is her brother, and everybody's like, "Huh? What?
1: Well, is your brother? Isn't in like normal? Isn't God and the devil like brothers? In no, no,
0: the devil was an angel, Lucifer. Oh, maybe that Lucifer, and because." And God kicked him out. God's not his brother.
2: God is his son and his father. (laughs) God is everybody's brother or sister (laughs) or
0: whatever. Uh, And says, uh, one of uh, so one of the full, um, one of the citizens raises his hands and asks if Lisa is good and why does she allow bad things to happen? And so, uh, uh, the guy who asked it is named Bill Bill Watson, which is also the name of a character from the nineteen eighty Stephen King movie The Shining. Nice. That's pretty cool. Um, so no, the another a- quiet. Do you want to get sued? <laughs> 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 no beer and no TV make Homer something something. Yeah. Um, so another, I love another citizen who's like a big boy. He's like, why am I so fat? <laughs> Because he oh, ain't God. too
1: many. Because well, you're living in cola. What
0: yeah, do, what do you <laughs> think? I'm surprised he's the only fat guy there. <laughs> Everybody's like nice and proportioned. He, he and... drank from Cola River. Ah, uh, yes, yes he did. Uh, so Lisa says she can take care of everything. They just have to unshrink her, and the Frinkian the Frinkian scientist of the Tub World is like unshrink you. Well, that would require some sort of uh, rebigulator. Which is a concept so ridiculous, it makes me want to laugh out loud and chortle. My, mm-hmm. ah. But not you, oh, but not at you, oh, holiest of gods, with the wrathfulness and the vengeance and the blood <laughs> rain and the hey, 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 it hurts me. Oh my god, the Jerry Lewis. Love yep. it. Oh my god. And so uh, Bart comes back into Lisa's room. And everybody in in the in the tub world starts to freak out. Yep, big Bart's giant the Bart head.
1: Yep, big giant yep. Bart head is coming out coming at him, and yep. Bart takes Lisa's tiny society as his own science fair because Lisa's gone. Yeah, and uh, snatchy snatchy. Yep. So Skinner is impressed at Bart's little universe. <laughs> that's it's even that's the, the sign he
0: puts out. Yeah. Bart's little universe.
1: It's even better than Martin's ukulele made from a milk carton. Wow, if
0: that's the bar. (laughs) Now, here's my question. Did... Because, like, obviously without a microscope, it probably doesn't look like much. So did... So did Skinner look under... Did he have the microscope on the table? I don't remember seeing one. And he looks for, like, one second. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, did he actually look at Bart's? Like, did he look in the microscope? Like, oh shit, there's people in there. I mean, <laughs> or 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 did he just see the mold and he's like, okay, that that's a science thing to do. We're gonna get because, like, a, 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 a ukulele milk milk art ukulele isn't a science project. Oh, that's but a but like, what what? Yeah, but like, but Bart, you know, not his tooth, not not his, obviously a science project, but. It had a chemical reaction. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, so Skinner tells Willie to throw out all the other projects because part <laughs> one, we don't need to look at anything else. <laughs> yeah. And so Skinner hands Bart an envelope with the prize inside. At least it's like Principal Skinner. Wait, I created the universe. Give me that gift certificate. Yeah, At least says uh, she's gonna be stuck in there forever. Demands people begin to grovel and bring her shoes. Nice ones. Nice.
2: <laughs> it's only a matter of time before she ends up in the toilet. Yep. Because uh, yep. <laughs> that's like, that's where it's uh, going
1: next. Bart, Homer. I can just think Homer's going to see this bowl like you mole garbage.
0: Homer
2: would never, pay or, or a- even Homer would never pay enough attention to Lisa to realize she was even had a bone. <laughs> I know. I mean, I could
0: even see, like, I could even see like Marge throwing it away because, like, maybe she goes into Lisa's room to clean up and she's like, "You a moldy tooth," and just chucks it. Yep. Yeah. It
1: could be bad. It could, it could be, be very bad. Very bad. All right, guys. Well, that was the end of number two. Ooh. We are on to the third and final short story for treehouse of horror number 7 and this one is entitled citizen kang
2: oh my god and one of the best all-time episodes of treehouse of horror <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes yep all right guys so this is a parody of the title citizen kang
2: unfortunately yeah. Which nothing
1: you not have to really do anything with citizen kang but no i like the title it's a good yeah. title. Um, so Homer's relaxing at the old fishing hole.
2: I mean, it, it, one second. I mean, yeah. they, they are constantly fishing. Like you, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> I mean like, how many people... I mean, I get that fishing is a popular uh, pastime and whatnot, but if you think about for everything else that they do and what is the Simpsons family, the fact that they go fishing doesn't really fit into anything other part of the family.
1: <laughs> I don't that know, but, but we know Homer's a huge fisherman... When he wants to go to that that uh, the lake, uh, was it Lake Springfield to catch uh, General Sherman?
2: Right, well, that is th- true. That's what I'm saying. I think it's a you know it's got to be like a throwback to like the Andy Griffin thing, you know, yeah, a, 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 yeah, like the '50s, like the whole fishing hole like th- thing that they would put into all the shows that they grew up, the writers grew up watching, kind of thing. Yep.
1: Well, that's the one thing we've learned, and and the influence I think that we've learned from these very early writers in The Simpsons is they take and pull from their old past, you know, things they grew up on, all the references. I mean, Citizen Kang and uh, 1962 yeah. uh, Twilight Zone. Like these are older references that they're always pulling from. Right. Not that I don't not that I don't think a millennial could go out there and pull these references, but I don't think that's what they're looking at. Like you're no, you're, right. never gonna, you're never going to you're never going to see a Simpson episode airing now right I'm, pulling pulling from them
2: that and i'm not even saying that people still don't fish i'm just saying if you look at the the, the simpsons dynamic their family what they're into like the, the fishing is like the outlier thing that doesn't quite fit or make sense that to, is true yeah you know, with everything Yo, else yeah but like
1: especially, how, at, yeah.
2: especially how lazy homer is <laughs> yeah that, that is, is true Well, yes that he's is.
1: so at peace
2: he doesn't even care if he catches a single fish. Yeah, but uh, catching a fish means, you know, getting up early, getting a boat, putting it out on the water, like getting the fishing gear like this. this, You know what I mean? Like that's not something that generally Homer would do is following through multiple steps to get something done. <laughs> yep. That's yeah. true. Well, the thing is, too, is
0: it seems like he's fishing at night. Right?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, he got he he went the whole day without fishing, but he wanted to end his day at the old relaxing at the old fishing (laughs) hole but but Homer jumps up and yells at the fish to take the bait and not to make him come down there (laughs) (laughs) and so we see a UFO flying above Homer as he shouts at the fish and we see a giant claw like the ones you see in a claw machine try and pick Homer up (laughs) but I love how it just it fails just like Otto trying to pick up the lobster harmonica or just like any claw Hey, I'm good at those things. So I'm, I could be a better King and Kodos in this episode, trying to pick up Homer, but they drop him in the water and then they go in for a second attempt and it goes better. And Homer's abducted.
2: Hey, but you yep. know, that, there's another episode where they do the same thing. And one tractor beam isn't enough. And they have to use a second yeah. tractor beam. <laughs> Homer, maybe that's Homer why they is, dropped him the
0: first time. Yeah. Homer is, getting, Homer
1: is just very difficult to be abducted by aliens. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, That's when weighing a lot helps a lot. Yes. (laughs) That's why I became fat so I wouldn't be abducted by aliens. And because of (laughs) Lisa. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So uh, we see uh, the claw drops uh, Homer on the floor where he looks up and sees Kang and Kodos. Homer's like, oh my God, space aliens, don't eat me. I have a wife and kids eat them <laughs> but That's it's great. but it's funny this is not the first time homer yeah. has met and kodos nope they met they met kagan kodos and the entire species in treehouse of horror one you yeah, haven't remember this is non-canon maybe all the treehouse of horrors are canon within each other
2: no see i think we had this conversation last I know. time we <laughs> did <dead.
0: We laughs> Okay, I will give you that. Maybe the Treehouse of Horror like episodes are canon within e- within right. each other. Although, but then that won't explain the last episode where Bart is free to roam around.
2: See, I still <laughs> I still stand by my statement of that both are true. The Treehouse of Horror episodes are canon within that universe, but in the real universe, Simpsons universe, if they have mentioned those episodes, but only if they have mentioned them, <laughs> those episodes are canon, not the, not the rest of them. You know. Yep, but That's I do fair. like the
1: I do like the fact that that Homer has met King and Kodos <laughs> in the past. But don't forget,
2: Homer's an idiot.
1: Yeah, he drinks a lot too. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, nobody will believe you, Rummy. Yep,
1: exactly. So <laughs> King introduces himself, then introduces uh, Kodos as his sister.
0: So I
1: think so. We I guess originally thought they were both male.
0: But well, they both have male voices. Yeah, so we just assume. I mean, it's the same voice. I think, yeah, I think voice this comes
2: actor. up in later seasons, and they talked about how sex is a fluid thing, and humans can't comprehend yes. the many different yep. things. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and he also messaged, uh, mentions they are from a ringed planet that you would not like to name. So, Saturn? <laughs> yeah. Because
0: isn't Saturn the only ringed planet in our solar system it is
1: well does unless it they're nep- not from does our it, solar system doesn't neptune have rings i don't know
0: oh neptune <laughs> does have rings so maybe they're not from our solar system
1: that that's definitely possible yeah. um so Koto says uh this is a mission of conquest wait wait
2: they have they, they, they're from what's it Ossia Chromicon 8 or wh- whatever it's called no you're thinking of Futurama yes yeah, Futurama Omicron Persei 8 is Futurama but don't think oh, never mind I'm not even going to <laughs> 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 no 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 two totally different species of uh, yeah. aliens uh, no, I was just saying yes yeah, I swear that they mentioned somewhere from their home planet before cause they, isn't there an episode that takes you know, place you're, you're, on their you're, home you're planet you're right
1: well yeah they're, they, they do that in of Horror 1 or was it two where they no, had No, that, that was on
2: the
0: ship. Oh, where I they sw- had the feast? Oh, are you talk- Oh, I know what you... Okay. Oh, the, um, no, no. The, the
2: Ali McBeal... Ep- no, that's, that's the other one. Uh, I forget. I'm, I'm just going to shut up. I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You're a guest. You're supposed to me <laughs> <laughs> I swear they named it, though. It's bugging me that I can't think of the name of their planet.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll pull it out. I think... You yeah. know, I, they might go back to that planet or name their planet at, during the uh, Jerry Springer episode.
0: It's possible.
1: Maybe. Well, we'll put a pin in it, and we'll come <laughs> back to the name of their planet. Um, but yeah, Kodos, Kodos and Kang are on a mission of conquest, like all like all alien species are. And Kodos is like, take us to your leader. Well, I guess you mean President Clinton. He usually hangs around Washington, D.C. President Clinton? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and Homer's like, except... Um, there's this election next week. So after that, it might not be him anymore. It oh yeah. Be, it, it happened. It it actually be, happened his... during
2: that time too. Didn't it? It would have yep. actually have been during before the election.
1: It would have been yep. right, but right before. Yep. He's A like, week. He would be like, what's his name? Uh, mumbly Joe. <laughs> uh, I saw him on the TV. The other, uh, Bob Dole.
0: Uh, so by the way, so before they have that exchange, Homer goes, I suppose you want to probe me. Well, might as well get it over with. And he pulls down his pants and starts bending over. Kang's like, stop. We have reached the limits of what rectal probing can teach us. <laughs> also, um, if y'all want to know where Kang and Kodos are from, I have the answer. Okay. Rigel 7. Oh, I Rigel 7! I knew I, knew, I
2: knew I had a number in it
0: yes you're right and they speak they speak Rigelian yes. which coincidentally sounds exactly like, like English
2: yes
1: and now I remember thank you you're welcome alright so uh so now we cut to uh, Bob Dole coming out of the Republican National Committee where he is abducted with the claw from King Kodosh's ship
2: poor Bob Dole and I
1: like and I like on his way up he's like uh Bob Dole
0: don't let, don't need yes. this What's the what was it? A, a SNL sketch where it's like Bob Noel for Bob Noel? yeah. Bob Dole would he would Bob he would
2: constantly speak about himself in the third person. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yeah,
0: yep. I,
1: I so great. I love that That's the Simpsons good. pulled all this together because that, yeah, it's fantastic. It's
2: rare that they talk about real world events that are so topical like this, you know, that they yeah. especially bef- oh, yeah. before they happen, you know. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Well,
0: was it was it Clinton versus Dole in 96? It must have yeah. been. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. It is correct, and uh, Ross Perot was in there too. Yeah. Yes. We'll we'll get to him at the end. <laughs> um, Poor Ross. Perot. Uh, yeah, so so King Those and earlobes. Kodos. Oh
2: no, we we can't we can't just yeah. gloss over this fucking. Earlobes. <laughs> oh my god. Yep.
1: So King and Kodos go to abduct Clinton as well. I love how they pull him right out of the White House. It is. Yeah. Was it? It is bad too. Was it? Yeah, it is bad. Yeah. It's even season. goes. Yeah. bed. He's like, is it noon already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, apparently, President Clinton didn't wake up till noon during his presidency. Maybe. I mean, he probably Maybe worked not. into the late night, right? That's what pres. <laughs> that's what presidents do. All their drinking. I mean, working late into the evening.
0: Or tweeting.
1: Or tweeting. Yes. Oh. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so King and Koto strip Clinton and Dole and stick their naked bodies into tubes. Now, I really want to know if they if they ran this past Clinton and Dole.
0: No Why? way.
2: I, no. No, no way. There's no way they would. No, No, no. they're just going to do it. They're just they going to do no. it. No,
0: they're not going to get sued. It's a parody. I guess. Now, uh, now, do they run this by like Fox Network? Probably Fox well, yeah,
2: you has know, Fox has always let them kind of do whatever they want, but there's yeah, there's no way yeah. they ran it by the especially during the middle of a campaign they would have said, Hell no. <laughs> no. They're like, What Simpsons? What the hell is that? Especially at the time when you got Tipper Gore saying, You're going to hell if you watch the Simpsons you know? <laughs> you know? uh, And so uh
1: so uh, we see the aliens, you know, turn themselves into Clinton and Dole and Homer, you know, is witnessing whoa.
2: What real quick th- this sequence right here when they morph when, th- when that that skin thing you know when they morph from themselves into the yeah. the, the the that is a great animation that you don't see a lot on The Simpsons that kind of little that wh- is weird true. stuff it's really awesome like uh I, I wish they did more of that kind of weird animation, especially on these Halloween yeah. episodes
1: yeah oh we'll, yeah for we'll try, sure uh, we'll we'll definitely as we go through the trios of horrors we'll kind of see. What type of animation is utilized yeah. here on out? Yeah. It's so brief, but, but it's I, really
2: cool. Yeah, I'm yeah, guessing as they weird.
1: started using computers to do their animation instead of hand drawing, I bet more cool things have oh, transpired. Yeah. Um, yeah. but but Homer's Law, like, oh no, aliens, bioduplication, New conspiracies, <laughs> oh my god, Lyndon LaRouche was right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, god that's now, great I
1: almost, I almost wonder because X-Files was going on at the same time yeah. as this the next few you know seasons X-Files is still going on I wonder if any of this particular episode with you know conspiracies and aliens and all that kind of had any X-Files-ish you know theme going through it they're like oh the X-Files are getting away with this let, right. let let us do it too
2: how long? I, how long is it until uh, Mulder and Sully uh, appear? Next season, oh. th-
1: this season, season eight. Yeah. Oh, yep. I'm ready for it, man. <laughs> oh, I love that episode. That's that. That is like one of my favorite episodes.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. It, right. it's a, at the
2: time, pretty crazy that it happened. You know, like at a, a live action television show that was currently airing was guest starring on an animated show. You know. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It, but I don't think it was at the time... I think uh, David Duchovny was still on the show. I don't think he left. No, he, he definitely that. was, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. He didn't leave until, like, early 2000s. Was it? Yeah. Because wasn't the movie, like, 98?
1: Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah. And so King of Kodos didn't realize that Homer was still on their ship. <laughs> How did they not know that? They brought him in there, like... Well, they were busy kidnapping people. <laughs> I and, guess. And so they're like... You're not gonna remember anything. What What are you gonna do to me? And I like how you see this giant like contraption come down. You think it's gonna memory erase Homer or you know kill him or something. And it's just a rum spray. They're gonna spray <laughs> him with rum
0: Duh, because Homer Homer's a drunk. They'll never believe him. Yeah, yeah that's great. And I so mean, and I love how they they kick him out of the ship and like don't ever come back. And like they put him back in the, the boat. Yeah, we're back
1: into the lake. If I was Homer, I'd be like, I wasn't invited to begin with.
0: <laughs> yeah, Don't ever true. come back. I didn't even want to be there in the first place. <laughs> uh, so now we come back to the Simpsons house and the family is watching Kent Brockman on TV. And Kent's like, Kent Brockman here with campaign 96. America flips a coin. And in appearance this morning, President Clinton made some rather cryptic remarks. Which AIDS attributed to an overly tight necktie. And the scene cuts to the news conference, and Clinton, well, Kodos as Clinton, goes, I am Clinton, as overlord. I will kneel trembling before all will kneel trembling before me and obey my brutal commands. End communication. And Marge is like, hmm, that's slick Willy for you. Always the smooth talk. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's great. And so uh, Homer, having been soaked in rum by Kang and Kodos before being released, rushes into the kitchen and uh, Homer's like, Marge, Marge, there I was. I just caught the largest fish you (laughs) have ever seen when I was abducted by a flying saucer and Bart waves his hand in front of his nose because he can smell the rum. He's like, sure you were rummy. (laughs) Oh, God, so good. Oh, man. By the way, that campaign slogan for uh, Kent Brockman. So, a lot of stations will have their own, like, phrase. I believe uh, the station I work for, anytime we do election coverage, it's called Your Voice, Your Your Vote. Like, that's just what they call the election coverage. When I worked for NBC, it was, like, campaign 22 or whatever. Like, I I don't really remember what it was. But, yeah, a lot of... Like local stations have like their own slogans, America, so maybe that's theirs. America
1: flips a coin. <laughs> technically,
0: I mean, look at look at the state of our politics. I mean, yes, theoretically, we have three parties, uh, but really, only two ever get voted in. Yeah. Um. So, Homer points to the TV and says that Dole is one of the creatures, and Brockman's like, Senator Dole, why should people vote for you instead of President Clinton? Kang is dull. <laughs> it makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. Doomed! <laughs> and that always reminds me of Bender when he does yeah. the doomed thing. And, like, I think it's the first season.
2: And Brockman's the, like... The old man on Friday the 13th when he tries to tell the kids, If you go to that camp, you're doomed. You're doomed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. And Brockwood's
0: like, well, a refreshingly frank response there from Senator Bob Dole. <laughs> and so Homer's like Homer is like, These candidates make me want to vomit and tear. I've got to stop them. <laughs> and so now we go to a uh Dole rally, with you know, it's Kang, and then the announcer's like, ladies and gentlemen, seventy three year old candidate Bob Dole. <laughs> and the crowd cheers. God, do 73. They,
1: do can, they we, nor, can we do Can we do they normally uh tell the age of the candidate when they come up no, on stage? No,
0: cuz most people already know. <laughs> well, most people should know the age of the candidate they're voting for. This, also, this? I'd like to point out, can we please stop electing 70-year-olds to <laughs> positions I know, right? in like can we like I don't care if you're like 50 to 65. After the age of 65, go Go retire yeah, and live they, off the millions you've made from getting bribed by lobbyists. I mean, like, should, we all know what happens. Should, I mean, we have we have a retirement age
1: in this country. Why? I don't understand how our presidents are like. I got nothing going on. I'll just run for president. God, so, I so not so
2: Touch like you're multiple generations uh, now but off the pulse of what people actually want. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't even operate. Yes. Like it's ridiculous. And I, I, honestly, I don't even care what party. Like.
0: You're over the age of 65, go retire. Agreed. Like, you have the money. We, we all know you have the money from all the lobbying. Just go, just go oh, yeah, away.
2: Wait, I even say uh, 70. Give people the 70. But after 70, yeah, no, uh, government is not for you. No. Yeah. And
0: so uh, so Kang, as Dole, is like, abortions for all. And the crowd boo. boos. <laughs> Very well. No, sh- no abortions for anyone. And the boo. crowd boos. <laughs> huh. Abortions for some. Uh, oh, he's like hmm, apportions for some miniature American flags for other, and yeah, everybody hey, cheers. Well, yeah, I mean, I yeah. love that. Part. I mean, considering what's going on in American politics right now, that's I'm not going to get when, into it. Because
2: when was this like '97, 96. '96, '96? Yes, I mean, as you're talking about, you know, progressive. <laughs>
0: yeah, like I mean, and considering the state of how everything is right now, the fact that he's like. Abortions for some. And Dole was the Republican candidate. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's it's kind of, it's crazy to look at it. And so Kang and Kodos uh, walk down the street in their Dole Clinton disguises, uh, holding hands. And uh, <laughs> Kang's like, fooling these Earth voters is easier than expected. Kodos is like, yes, all they want to hear are bland pleasantries embellished by an occasional saxophone solo or infant kiss. Because, you know, Clinton played the sax. Right. Yep. So for, po- for any and, and for any of our younger... Like,
1: fo- and politicians like kissing babies.
0: Yes. Yeah, for any of our younger uh, listeners who don't know anything about Bill Clinton outside of his affair, yes, he did used to play the saxophone. Yep. And so uh, Kang, when told uh, that people are becoming confused by seeing him <laughs> and Clinton constantly holding hands by an aide, goes, We are merely exchanging long protein strings. If you can think of a simpler way... I'd like to hear it. Okay. So are that's... they
1: together all the time? I they feel like, I feel like I feel like the the aides on both parties would be like, why are they always hanging out all of a sudden? Yeah,
0: that's weird. So now we go to the Dole Clinton debate and it cost five dollars to get in. <laughs>
2: coming Uh, up is one of my all-time favorite lines in this episode
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah this is great so uh clinton uh clinton as Kodos as clinton gives his debate speech he goes my fellow americans as a young boy i dreamed of being a baseball (laughs) but tonight i say we must move forward not backward upward not forward and always twirling, 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 twirling. twirling towards freedom. <laughs> and as we saw in the uh, in the Apu immigration episode, as Homer likes to say, "When will people learn democracy He's never so... works?" <laughs> Especially when your choices are an evil alien or an evil alien. Yep. <laughs> oh god, yeah, that is great, Nick. I love, I love that. That's that's fantastic. Oh, God. So, Homer, you know, is able to stop the debate. And he's like, the candidates are phonies. They're alien replicants from beyond the moon. And he tries to go, you know, charge the stage. But the Secret Service is able, o- o- uh, able to overwhelm Homer. And they throw him outside. And they're like, and here's your 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 flag, sir. Because he had picked up a flagpole with a flag on it. And they gave it to him. Yeah. <laughs> it's not his. It's Town Hall's. Or... Capital, I, I don't know. And so uh, Homer walks through the forest uh, all dejected because nobody believes him when he accidentally finds Kang and Kodo's ship by kicking it and they hit it behind a bush. So there's like a little bush and they uh, Homer kicks it and they do a zoom out and you just see the ship.
1: Yep, he wasn't hiding it. They weren't hiding it very well. <laughs> no, they were not. <laughs> Who would have thought looking in the forest they'd find a big giant ship? And so Homer yeah. uh, boards the uh, spacecraft and he goes there to free um, Bob Dole and President Clinton. and he's like, "Hold on guys, I'll help you." And he pulls a lever removing the fluid from the uh, tubes in which Dole and Clinton are held in. And Clinton's like, "Oh no, I'm still here. I don't I don't want to serve out my term naked in a tube." <laughs> <laughs> and Dole's like, I'm so mad at the Secret Service right now, <laughs> I mean that's fair. <laughs> I mean they let them be abducted by aliens I mean yeah i'd be I'd be upset and uh dole asks Homer um uh, who Homer is, and Homer tells them that I'm Homer Simpson, and I'm gonna get them back before it's too late and Bill tells Bob that being in a tube gave him time to think and says partisan politics is tearing the country <laughs> apart. <laughs> and suggests that him and Dole
0: work together. And Bob agrees with Bill. Yeah, And during this time, Homer is able to get the alien spaceship started and fly (laughs) off into space. So
1: Homer Homer knows how to do things. Or he he
2: accidentally figured it out.
1: Yeah. I'm sure there was a go button, right?
2: But doesn't he jettison them out of the ship right after they shake hands? (laughs) Yeah. So uh, Bob tells Homer (laughs) to let them out
1: of the tubes, but Homer accidentally, he's looking at the thing and he sees now, look, I might be confused with this as well. He saw tubes with arrows on them. Like yeah. Out of the tubes. Yeah. But he presses the button and, uh, yeah. Genesis accidentally releases them into space. Killing Clinton and Dole in the process.
0: Because in, in space there is no air.
1: Yes. No one can hear you scream. That too. Yeah. Uh, Homer can't believe what he just did, and asks what he should do, and slams his fist on the ship's console, rocketing the ship back towards Earth, because <laughs> that's that's where it needs to go. And yeah. uh, and so Homer crashing the flying saucer into the Capitol Dome in the in the segment is a reference to Earth versus the flying saucers, a 1956 Housen. film.
2: Yeah, Ray Harryhausen. You know, Jason yeah. and Argonauts. Uh, 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 oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Clash of the Titans. Oh. Yeah, okay. like all Very... the stop motion. You know, that was right okay, here. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, pretty man. cool.
1: I'm guessing you've seen the uh, the this that movie that it's based on.
2: Oh yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, all, all his movies are great.
1: Cool. Um. So yeah. then, then we see. Uh, um, hold on. Oh, where is it? Hold on. Kang. Uh, yeah. So, Dol Kang uh, says the uh, politics of uh politics of failure have failed, and tells the people to vote for him in the election cubicle.
2: <laughs> oh, um, yeah. In this next one, I'm talking about another good topical one that's like another good banger for right now. Yep. <laughs> and Clinton
1: Akotas is looking forward to an orderly election oh which would God. eliminate the need for a violent bloodbath. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ. Wow. That, that
0: line has not aged well at all. <laughs> hey, but that's
2: what I'm saying. The Simpsons predicted it. you know <laughs> yeah, yeah? They he did. did.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay. You know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, you know, The Simpsons predicted the future." But here's the thing: they've been on air for 30 seasons, and you know, they probably were looking at trends of the time, and they're like, "Okay, well, what happens if this? Let's do an episode." I mean, there's like 90 like,
2: episodes. Like, you know, if you throw a yeah. dice, you're gonna get some sixes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: like it's they're they're gonna they're gonna get some things right. I'm sure they've gotten a lot of things wrong. Right. But all we hear about are like, "Oh, The Simpsons predicted this," and it's like. Yeah, is it funny? Absolutely, but at the same time, I mean, yeah, as as Nick said, they, you, you roll the dice, you're, you're gonna hit, you're gonna hit every once in a while. Or the
1: Simpsons writers know Americans so well that <sighs> they figured, yep, this is gonna happen.
2: Our, our grandchildren, you'll be like a trend where it's like hip to go back <laughs> and like just make things that happened on the Simpsons actually happen in real life. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: So, uh, Homer crashes the alien spacecraft into the Capitol building and runs down to reveal that the candidates are space aliens. Rips their heads right off. I love the shock. Like though. Scooby-Doo. You... Well, yeah. And you see, you don't even, like, at first, it's still, like, their their body. It's like, it's
0: There's
2: weird. Eyes. It's like their
1: masks.
2: Yep. Yeah. Like, even half but... their eyeball is still hanging out the, yeah. the top of the shirt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Like, it's crazy. And Codus uh, is like, it's true. We are aliens, but what are you going to do about it? It's a two-party system. You have to vote for one of us. And the crowd starts murmuring. Uh, and then a uh, man in the crowd, well, I believe I'll vote for a third-party candidate. <laughs> <laughs> and Keg's like, go ahead. Throw your
0: vote
2: away. This is one of the first times when third-party yeah. was even like remotely getting any sort of I, media coverage. Yel- yeah. it's
0: crazy now here's the other thing too um there's a thing with our elections about being born in the United States um Kang and Kodos are technically not (laughs) Bill Clinton or Bob Dole and also they're not from Earth so they couldn't be
2: elected anyways because we have this thing called the Constitution uh, Kodos said it himself in order to avoid a violent bloodbath (laughs) (laughs) that is true
1: well then go vote for Ross Perot yeah, but I, I like how we see Ross Perot is seen in the crowd, and he punches his hat that says Perot ninety six. <laughs> I guess he should oh, have tried harder. I don't know.
0: No, and, and it's kind of funny too because you know going back to the Reform Party, there used to be this YouTube series. I, I guess they don't exist anymore, where they would do like a what if scenario in like time, and like oh, what if what if this thing didn't actually happen? How would it affect the future? Like. What would be the possible effect on the future? And they talked about if, uh, um, God, not Eisenhower. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Yeah. Eisenhower uh, wasn't voted in or no, Woodrow Wilson. It was Woodrow Wilson wasn't voted in as president. And if it was uh, Taft or Roosevelt and the whole thing ended up being, oh, yeah, we would have a we would eventually get to a reform party and that the guy speculated that Donald Trump would have actually ran in 2000 Oh
2: Jesus!
0: and that was his, what if scenario with, okay, if Wilson wasn't voted, Wilson was more of this ideological guy and the other two really weren't. And so like the whole like space time continuum of America would have <laughs> right. shifted and it would
2: have rained and... donuts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it
0: was, it was kind of cool, but like, yeah, reform, you you know, It is kind of like that, too, where they're like, oh, yeah, if you vote with third party, you're throwing away your vote. Well, you're not really. You're voting for the person you think is going to do the best job. The problem with with American politics is that there's just so much wrong with it that needs to be fixed that the two-party system is going to be here until something happens.
1: Yeah. Until there's a third-party candidate that truly stands out. Like yeah. truly oh, yeah. stands out that the D- Democratic and Republican Party are like, holy shit, this person is actually for real. Yeah. Then you know, then something might happen, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's gonna be some, some you know, young punk kid, thirty to fifty. Oh yeah. That gets in that election, you know, swing, and the young vote's gonna come out like it's gonna come out in droves, man, and the, you, and. and,
2: and you- you think that, but it could as easily well go the other way. Some old ass conservative could be in there, and be like you know what? <laughs> you won't make me your fucking candidate. I'll make my own party and, and I'll go do it, and, and, and he get all the old vote and all the conservative yeah. vote.
0: Well, fortunately for us, uh, the 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 demographic of eighteen to like forty five year olds heavily outweighs any like older vote right now oh
1: yeah yeah absolutely so all right so it's inauguration day and it's revealed that kang was (laughs) voted in for president and uh the greatest line ever said and after kang is elected president the simpsons are chained together and forced to work uh to work along with the rest of the human race um the now defunct uh
0: no read the quote
1: oh okay um (laughs) and so after uh after after King is elected, we see March. He's like, I don't understand why we have to build a ray gun to aim at a planet I've never heard of. And then Homer says, don't blame me. I voted for Kodos.
0: Yeah. And I love this. I didn't even realize this. And I, I had to look it up. Um, there, there was a band based out of Madison, Wisconsin that was a Scott-based band. And it's now defunct uh, called I Voted for Kodos. And they obviously took their name from that line.
1: Yep.
2: So that's, that, that's pretty line. cool. Two yeah. two things to look up on Spotify. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. I've actually heard. Well, of Steve that loves ska, Yeah, so. I've heard.
1: I've heard these guys. These guys. They actually okay. they actually played at a couple local warp tours here and uh, in uh, Minneapolis and Milwaukee. So I've heard. I've heard them. They're 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 great. They're fantastic. Oh, that's um, pretty cool. So yeah, check them out if you haven't heard them. Um, but yeah, they're great. Go look them up. So that's it. That's yep. three stories from Treehouse of Horror number seven. So and,
0: inst- and instead of, you know, doing your usual rankings, why don't we just pick which one was our favorite? Oh, Citizen King. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that yeah, was Nick- quick. <laughs> Nick's like, nope, nope Citizen Kang. Uh, no, I agree with Nick. I, I love Citizen Kang. Uh, don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. I mean, think about this
2: the- episode. I mean, t- Treehouse of Horror aside, if if you if you meditated and started thinking about your favorite memories of just The Simpsons in the past thirty years, it's quite likely the first two minutes you're going to come across a scene (laughs) from this episode. You know. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely, and like it's just so good, and the fact like Codas like they find Homer still on the ship, and they're like, oh, we're just going to spray you with alcohol. Nobody's going to believe you, and nobody believed him until he unmasked them. Yeah.
1: Well, that's that
0: was, but that's the thing. If you smell
1: like
2: booze. You're hey, obviously you know lying. You know, this t- taking all that in for a moment, the only three human beings they have on this ship are you know Bob, Do- no Bill Clinton and Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: yeah, <laughs> yep. And two of the three can't speak for uh, speak for what happened. Right, right. No, right. Uh, but Steve, yeah. What, what was your favorite? Uh, yeah, Citizen Citizen Kang, definitely. I mean, there's nothing... I mean, I would say. Out of the three, the Genesis Tub is probably my least favorite. Um, I do like yeah. the Thing and I. The Thing and I is a fantastic episode. I I love the the Siamese Twins. I love Hugo. Um, but no, Citizen Kang is definitely definitely. I a will say the me. only
0: redeeming quality for Genesis Tub is uh, South Park ripped on it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it gave us and it gave us our podcast name.
1: Yeah. But no, at it, the time, I, at the time of this recording of this, ep- or not, not our podcast episode, at the time of the airing of Treehouse, the yeah. South Park was just just getting off the ground, right? Yeah. I just
2: think you know that one. It, it's good. It's just like the uh, the third act. that's it it, it kind of ends out of nowhere, it's kind of I feel like it's a little bit anticlimactic <laughs> as far as the the setup to the episodes. I didn't yeah. I didn't have as much of a uh, you know the, the 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 punchline per se wasn't as, as didn't hit as hard as for me as the, the rest of them. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I mean, over overall as an episode, it was it was great. I mean, three yeah. three solid stories, but by far, Citizen Kane right. definitely takes the cake
0: for the, oh. I mean the, the uh, best of the three.
2: In the Treehouse of Horror episodes, there there are several awesome ones that have full stories, but there's a lot of them where they'll just want to do something cool and then they just end out of nowhere. You know this this issue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah.
0: Genesis Tub definitely does it because they're like, you know, oh, Bart won the science fair. And then, oh, you see Lisa
2: sitting there, and then it's like, okay. Yeah, but where's well. the
1: rest of Lisa's story? How does she
2: get out of the tub? She doesn't. She gets flushed down the toilet that, that <laughs> night.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, because part's uh, like, oh, this is done. Yep.
1: yep. Yeah. So so one thing we'll, we've done in the past, since we've had Funko Collectors on, uh, mm. on the podcast, and we've asked Chris this, Chris and Heather, we've asked Nick last Trios of horror so of all three of all three Trios segments and you can't say hugo because hugo is going to be turned into a funko pop uh hopefully Correct. this this fall aside from Ooh. hugo what would you like to see from either from either the three what would you like to see in funko pop form
0: hmm. man bob Doe
2: and bill clinton in the tubes <laughs> That would be pretty cool. Now, see, I <laughs> like see, I,
1: I like where your heads at with that. I was actually thinking Bob Dole and and Clinton, but with the eye, the King and Kodos uh, eye,
2: yep, out of the yeah. out of their body. It'd be Man, pretty pretty, I, pretty funny to have a naked Bob Dole <laughs> in a, <in> a tube. Two- <laughs> <a> two- that,
0: <laughs> that in the two, I, honestly, as like a moment, I wouldn't mind seeing if they could. Try to do something with the Genesis tub. It would be really hard, I think. But, like, there's nothing really from the Genesis tub. I feel like, yeah, they're doing Hugo. Do you can um, have Bart I, with,
2: I, like, little ships flying around him or something, you know.
0: That'd be kind of, yeah, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, the only really thing out of these three episodes is what Steve said. Or do King and Koto ship. Like they did with Rick and Morty, like do a King Kodos ship with King Kodos in them. I yeah, mean, we have
1: would, the, hey, that'd be pretty cool. I would be down. That'd be for pretty that. cool. I
0: mean, we have the King Kodos glow in the dark from five years ago. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I Nick, I love your idea, uh, Clinton and Dole in the tubes. That's fantastic. uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. All right, guys. So
1: this was fun. Thanks again, Mister Nick Morg Morgan. Yeah, man. For for coming on the show. I don't know if you have anything that you can or uh, want to plug. Uh, maybe a project you've been working on. Anything we can go see in theaters on TV? Uh,
2: and I actually, I just had two movies in the theater uh, this past month. Uh, one was Jesus oh. Revolution. I was the decorator on that, and the other one was Southern Gospel. <laughs> so kind of re- <laughs> re- religious themed. But um, if you're in the horror, uh, I decorated the first three cre- seasons of Creep Show. And uh, yep. soon, uh, you know, we, me and my friends, we make a couple movies every year. Uh, we have a movie on the the film circuit right now, the film festival circuit right now called Content, which is the, uh, our homage to the film Tetsuo the Iron, you know, Lo-Fi Man. is where we, we call our uh, Iron Man. And yes, yeah, check that out if it happens to be playing anywhere near you, if you care enough to, to look. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's about All it. All right. right. You know?
1: All right, sounds good. Well, you guys can check us out on the Simpsons Did It pod on Instagram, the Simpsons Did It podcast on Facebook. Um, if you guys do like to listen to our uh, podcast, just check us out on any podcasting platform from Spotify to iHeartRadio to Pandora to Amazon. You can even say Alexa. Alexa, play the Simpsons Did It podcast, and Alexa will do it. So go talk to your robots in your houses. Uh, if you guys <laughs> don't like to listen on podcasting platforms uh, and you like to listen on YouTube, uh, you're, we're on there at the Simpsons Day Podcast on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment. I've been replying to a lot of comments lately on YouTube, and it's fantastic. So go uh, go uh, on there and listen. Um, if you guys do like to leave us some feedback about our podcast, dial 612-584-0986. Listen to Jaden LeBron's voicemail message, and leave us a voicemail. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky.
0: And I'm Robert Spooky Skolansky. And this
1: has been <laughs> what's
0: that, Nick?
2: <laughs> Bye, everybody!
1: <laughs> and I'm Steven Skolansky. I'm Robert is... Skolansky. This has been The Simpsons Did It.